looking at the Pirates statistics, and two numbers really stick out. Sean Rodriguez is hitting 159. Davidis Navaraskis' ERA is 11.32. Sweet, sassy, molassy. And the shame of it is, Rodriguez and Navaraskis can never face each other. The worst hitter and the worst pitcher, but they can never face each other. That would be like a fireworks night in a single at-bat. The guy who can't hit against the guy who can't get anybody out. If Rodriguez batted against Neveroskis, the ball might explode. It would be supernatural. People would call Coast to Coast AM to talk about it. Hey, 159 batting average and 11.32 ERA. What the hell are you doing in the major leagues? Guess what? You just made the list. That's the list. And it's brought to you by Matt Mertz Plumbing. Can't let a name you can trust. 412-333-WXDX is the number to call. I want to read that quote from Mike Tomlin again. Aditi Kinkabwala, who does great work for NFL Network and NFL.com, was interviewing Tomlin, and uh, she asked about the Steelers' need to work on tackling more, which Keith Butler had talked about earlier this week, the defensive coordinator. And Tomlin said, quote, those are just cliches that we throw around because we have to do interviews, unquote, which is incredibly condescending toward the media and also ignorant of the Steelers' problems from last season, which caused the Steelers to underachieve yet again under Mike Tomlin. Let me say that sentence again so it's real clear that caused the Steelers to underachieve yet again under Mike Tomlin. Uh, I think Mike Tomlin's a jerk. I think he's a condescending dink. You can't argue with his record as the Steelers coach. The win percentage speaks for itself. But he he has not led the team to the success in the playoffs that his resources available dictate he should. Just has not done that. And, And I think he just talks like a creep. I mean, it's easy to see why his players are creeps when he is head creep Numero uno head honcho. That that just that really gets under my skin when he acts like that. Uh, Jacksonville scored 45 points on the Steelers last year. And I know a couple touchdowns were directly due to turnovers, including a pick six that Ben threw. But Jacksonville got a lot of yards, a lot of other points and dominated on the ground, in particular Leonard Fournette, making guys like Vince, Vince Williams, made him look like roadkill, just ran straight up the middle of that Steeler defense and just broke tackle after tackle after tackle. So, so Mike, you got problems. And I had to say this, but I'm going to now because I can sound like a dink too. You won one Super Bowl, and it was with somebody else's team. I... You feel me, dog? You won your Super Bowl with somebody else's team, aight? And the further you get away from winning that Super Bowl, the less likely it appears you'll ever win again because you've lost control of your locker room. 
And the disciplined locker room beats you all the time. I know they don't have fun in New England. I know they're having troubles now in New England. They may fall apart in New England. And if they do fall apart, it's because all good things really do come to an end. You can't maintain that success level, or for that matter, that sort of discipline forever. But Mike Tomlin, you've never beat the New England Patriots in a playoff game. In fact, Ben Roethlisberger era Steelers, this predates Tomlin, you've never beat New England in a playoff game. So la-di-da all you want about the pressure and you're not really free and you know, you're know you doing video game shows and reality shows and IG model, this, that, and the other thing, and the coach backs it all up with stupid statements like he made today. Just ignoramus-level comments, just condescending. I'm so annoyed by this. And you can do it and say it and be the big bad Steelers all you want, be the biggest deal in town. But i got to be blunt, at this point, Mike Tomlin, I couldn't melt you down and pour you into a tough game. That goes for your players, too. You couldn't melt the Steelers down and pour them into must-win. Regular season, yeah, you guys are big and bad in the regular season. Do those celebrations, yeah! You guys are the best in celebrations! But you can't beat New England, and Jacksonville showed you up for the frauds you were last year. Stuff like this, again, between A.B. Tuesday and Tomlin today, it makes me want them to lose. And I know they don't care, and that's good, because I don't care that they don't care. Do-da, do-da. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Let's go to Joe in the North Hills. Joe, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark, how are you? What's up? Hey, always a fan of yours, and um, this has been an exceptional week. I'm in complete agreement, uh, starting when you said, I can't wait till Ben retires. But um, I wanted to agree, too, on the Tiger comment. There's no way he's going to win our major. Um, my thoughts are, I think, if you ever saw what he looked like in college, he ballooned overnight. I, my theory is I think he did steroids. He stopped doing it when he was at the top of his career. That's when all the injuries happened. And he's well, I don't, I don't get know, back I don't know if that's because he stopped. I think he may have used performance-enhancing drugs just based on the changes in his physique that you mentioned. But if, if, if the damage occurred when, around, when, he, when he was in his mid-30s, right? Yeah. And, and I well, that would be a side on... effect from having used steroids because your muscles grow too big for the tendons. They grow too big for your back, perhaps. And, and that's how the strains and the pulls and the the constant problems occur. It, that's that's just been proven time and again. Now, I don't know for sure he used them, but he exhibits signs of having done. Agreed. And, and my other question, too, is do you think if the PGA knew about that, they turned they turned a cheek knowing how great I, I don't know. Does the PGA have a drug testing policy? I really don't know. I think they do now. I, I can't speak on back then. Put, put it this I way. I know do I think they would it. want to catch Tiger for using PEDs or ever having used PEDs? No, I do not. Then again, let me let me tell you one reason why he may not have used them. He might not have used them because I can't believe somebody would not have come forth by now. Right? Yeah, I mean, good In point. Fact, yeah. I gotta be, I'm going to backtrack. Just saying now, even though he exhibits some of the signs of having used, I don't think he did because... In this era of social media, in this era of the cameras everywhere, in this era of we got to get somebody, and if it's a celebrity, so much the better, uh, nobody has come forward. But but thank you for the call. It was a good call. And I don't say that often. 
Like that stuff Tomlin said in the rant with AB on Tuesday. You never hear a penguin say that. You just don't. Wow. That's like Tomlin last year talking about playing New England. It's going to happen twice. It only happened once and you lost that, you jerk. Go to the Penguin game once here and get your fat face on the Jumbotron so you get that cheer. We'll see how big that cheer is in five years if you haven't won a Super Bowl by then. Let's go to Seth and Harmer. Seth, you're on with Double M. Good day, sir. Right. Uh, you know, just to follow up on the Tomlin stuff, um, I just don't see how any of these guys would even consider taking the man seriously, even if he wanted to try and change the culture in that locker room. And even if they did, I mean, he's been doing this for so long now, it's like nobody's going to listen to the guy. And if they do, oh, no, it is a play, Bowl, it is a player's team and he is a player's coach. You know, what's funny, but, but I will say this, Bill Carr was very much a player's coach too. Very much, even maybe even more so a player's coach, but he had a different group of players. He had leaders in the room. Ben's leadership has obviously faded. Now, you can't lead when nobody follows. Or maybe he's just frustrated because you can't lead when nobody follows. But uh, but that locker room clearly does not have leadership. That said, I think leadership is mostly imagined or overrated. But i got to tell you, it seems like this team could use better. Yeah, I mean, that, between that and... Just lack of accountability. See, I just get mad when we see stuff like AB and his 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 you know cry for help Tuesday, and we hear stuff like Tom said today. I can't believe the average Steeler fan doesn't get mad, but the average Steeler okay. fan doesn't. The average Steeler fan just doesn't get mad. Now I'm a Penguin fan, but if Mike Sullivan said something that stupid, I'd get mad. If Sid had that 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 breakdown like AB did Tuesday. I'd either get mad or think he needed help. I think A.B. does need help. I think A.B. has some mental problems. I really do. The life he's created for himself, he has a ton of money, but his family situation is obviously confused. He wants to never be alone, but then is mad when when people gather. It just, it just He's a mixed-up young man. I'm beginning to feel more sorry for A.B. than I do contempt. 412-333-9939 is number to call. We have Bob Labriola at the bottom of the hour. And right now I want your calls. I just, I'm getting tweets saying I'm overreacting. You know what? I'm in the overreacting business. 105.90X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Hey, Mark, check it out. Even as a kid, I was a super genius. I was the coolest white guy on the radio. <laughs> I think I'm the coolest guy, period, but what's up? The X at 105.9. 399-39 is the number to call up. Darren Drager of the Canadian media is reporting that John Tavares is in extensive and uh, intense talks to negotiate an extension with the New York Islanders. I can't believe Tavares would want to stay there. Josh Showy a few moments ago talked about his loyalty to the Islanders, but they just fired their whole hockey staff. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'd rather stay there under Lou Lamorello than... Stay there, had Garth Snow uh, remained as GM, but uh, I just can't believe he'll resign there because they're going nowhere even with him. And they got you know that, that those couple rookies that had a decent year, but uh, 
they're playing in Brooklyn for at least three more years. Then they're moving to Queens, and by that time, he's just about done. Or at least just about done with his prime. Somebody tweeted this. Uh, in 1974, on this day, Nolan Ryan pitched a 13-inning no decision. He struck out 19 and threw 278 pitches and didn't have arm trouble and pitched till he was, I think, 46 to 47. Now, I'm not saying anybody should throw 278 pitches in a single day. I am saying they could go past six innings more often than they do. Let's go to... Dale on the road. Dale, you're on with the super genius. Hey, how you doing, Mr. Madden? Great, Dale. All right. Hey, I wanted to touch on the Bell situation. Uh, you know, I, I kind of sit back and I think about it. You ever seen the movie Mr. Deeds? No. No, with Adam Sandler? No. Yeah, well, they had uh, this, I guess, some kind of high-dollar um, quarterback. You ever seen the movie Talk but- Radio? Yeah, well, we're getting to a point here. Eric Bogosian hangs up on a guy. Let's go to Seth in Steubenville. Seth, you're on with Double M. I was wondering, you were talking about the ages of the Penguins, and I was just curious as to your thoughts on the ages in the NFL and HL when they should look at retirement. Oh, I think you should play as long as you feel good enough to play. I mean, most guys play past that, but uh, I have long said that in football, there should be a mandatory retirement age, be it an an actual chronological age or number of years in the league. But they're just not going to do that because on one hand, the players want to leave football at 100% of their mental and physical capabilities. On the other, they want to stick around and get as much money as they can. And in a debate like that, 99 out of 100. In fact, 99% uh, percent of the time, I'm losing my analogy, 999 times out of 1,000, they're going to take the money. That was a weak analogy. They want the money. Let's go to Murph in the car. Murph, you're on with double M. What up, man? What up, man? Hey, Mark, just a couple quick points on the Steelers and Tomlin. I couldn't agree with you more about Tomlin and his just condescending attitude. And I'm at a point, not only do I, I not want to root for the team, I don't even want to watch him or, or watch the NFL. I mean, it's just got... Well, I don't know if disliking the coach is enough of a reason to not watch the NFL. I'm, I'm getting close. I'm getting well, that's close. your decision, but it's, it's I, I disagree with it. What else you got? Real yeah. quick. Second point, I mean, just, you know, talking about their tackling and, and obviously just saying that's a media point or, or whatever. I mean, they've been the worst tackling team for, for years. Their angles are terrible. They don't wrap their arms. Their heads are down. I mean, it, it's, it's a disgrace to watch that team try to tackle somebody. And I think that's something that would be on the top of his list to work on. The top of his list is to just be a dink to the media. That is Tom's number one priority, especially this time of year. And I'll give him credit. At that, he is excellent. Let's go to Chase and Gibsonia. Chase, you're on with Double M. I just wanted to touch on how you had a good point about Tomlin. I mean, I mean, I've never heard another Steelers fan in the past two years say that agree with me the way you said that he needs 
that he's a player's coach. And well, everybody, really said, everybody says he's a player's coach. It's just it's gone too far. In athletics today, pro sports, almost every coach is a player's coach. That's what the job demands, but he's just gone too far. He's let it get out of control. And, and that's why coaches get switched so often in all the sports. Because they reach an expiration date, because they are players' coaches, and eventually the players stop listening. And maybe that's something the Steelers have to consider moving forward uh, as opposed to their coach forever philosophy. Then again, there's no arguing with Tomlin's record, and he was 13-3 and just last year. Bob Labriola talking Steelers up next, 105.9. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. This is one of those two-chin strap, bring-the-duck tape type of affairs. What the? They're going to make us play a wild card game. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. The X at 105.9. Sean Casey's going to be on the Family Feud upcoming. I guess it's going to be the MLB Network people as one family. For the love of God. Time now to ask Mark anything. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Brought to you by Chipino Restaurant Cigar Bar. Located in the Strip. It's the city's best seafood and chop house, so be sure to check out Chipino and get a super genius burger. By the way, I just looked at a whole bunch of videos of Daniel Carcillo cheap shots over the years. F him. I would pay to watch him drool in a cup. F him. I mean, a guy to do some of the cheapest, my God. You know what you do? Go on Go on uh, YouTube. Search Carcillo and Cheap Shot. And there is an endless stream of video. F that guy and his problems. F him. But now it's time to ask Mark anything, and I'll approach that with a better outlook than I just displayed. Let's go to Munga. In Baldwin, Munga, you're on with the super genius. Ask Mark anything. Shock Shamash, Mark Madden. What's up, super evil genius? No idea what that means. What do you want? Um, I think Tomlin needs to go, and he's not the Steeler way. Munga Nation's different. Okay, goodbye. He's not going to go. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's not like you're trying to establish some kind of persona for yourself on the show, and you're just not important. Establish a persona in your own life first. I bet you've not been real good at that. You know, Tomlin's only, what, 46 years old. He could easily coach 10 more years if he wants. Wouldn't be shocked if he said sayonara at about the same time Ben did. Let me tell you, you'll be amazed at the rats that abandoned that sinking ship once Ben retires. Let's go to Ken in Bethel Park. Ken, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. Yeah, Ken. Hey, if uh, Ben Franklin were alive today, what kind of car do you think he'd drive? Uh, Ford Explorer from Schultz Ford. I was thinking Ford Flex, so that's not too far off. Yeah, I mean, Schultz Ford. He would go to Schultz Ford, uh, Pennsylvania's number one Ford dealer. Let's go to Steve in Lawrence County. Steve, ask Mark anything. Yeah, hi, Double M. Hey, I just saw on the news a few minutes ago that a tornado touched down in Wilkes-Barre yesterday and did considerable damage. Have you heard anything uh, if it affected or did any damage to the arena where the baby pens play? I'm more worried about the loss of life and damage to businesses. I don't know, but thank you for the call. And I heard about the damage, and hopefully it's not too bad, and hopefully the people in Wilkes will recover quickly. By the way, Tiger Woods, plus eight after 14. 
Tiger really sucks. Tiger really sucks. Tiger really sucks. Never going to win again. Tiger really sucks. Tiger really sucks. Tiger really sucks. Never going to win again. That's pretty catchy. I'm going to call up Ghost and try to have that made into a song. Joe and South Fayette. Joe, ask Mark anything. Player that I think Ovechkin is equal to that's retired and a Hall of Famer. And I think it's Brett Hall. 740 goals. He's a winger. Scores. Ovechkin's more dynamic. Brett Hall was a pure finisher off the pass. Ovechkin creates his shots as well as finish off the pass. If you made me pick one, I'd say Ovi's better. Okay, he's still going to need four more years of 40 goals to get there. Well, that's what they say about Trump. What the hell? Let's go to uh, Mike in the car. Mike, ask Mark anything. Hey, super genius. Good day. Right. Hey, uh, I was just curious. Who would you like to see uh, on the family feud more than anybody else? Uh, the Sarah Flaviano family. Flaviano family. Yeah, do you know the, you know the Flavianos? No, I do not. Well, Follow-up question real quick. Uh, okay. Who would you like to see on any game show, period? Sarah Flaviano. I'd especially like to see her in Joker, Joker, and a triple. Let's go to Jerry in Freeport. Jerry, very quickly, ask Mark anything. Thanks, Mark, for taking my call. I wanted to see what your thoughts were of Uruguay's chances in the World Cup with Suarez leading the way. I think they'll get out of the group, don't you? I'm hoping to. I hope they do. I think they're the kind of team that can get out of the group and upset a team in the knockout phase, but I don't think they could beat Spain. Well, Spain just fired their coach the day before the World Cup. Let's see what kind of disarray they're in. I don't think they could beat Spain, Brazil, or Germany. Go to Chuck in the car. Chuck, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark, you heading to Michigan to see Liverpool play Manchester United. Are you? Yes, sir. So am I. Stay away from me. That was quite a show. We'll do it again tomorrow. Don't forget, I'm a cheerleader tonight for the World Pole Dancing Championship. So grab a pole. 105.9.